0: Hey Matt. I do,
1: mate. You're right. Yeah, good. Thanks.
0: Um, I was just wondering, first of all, how important those two games over Easter were. If we were talking this time last week, would have been reflecting on Peterborough. But um, it seems to have been a really positive response against Stoke and against Sheffield United. Yeah,
1: I think so. I think we needed it. I think you know it was a frustrating game against Peterborough for us, and you know I think like we say we weren't at the level that we want to be. And um, the response that we showed at Stoke, obviously getting the away win, and then. You know the home performance against Sheffield United. Um, certainly in the second half when we we had a few chances. Um, so yeah, all in all, like you say, it was a good Easter weekend.
0: What um, brought about that positive response? Was it was it the manager, the players,
1: a bit of both? Yeah, a bit of both really. I think we we all knew what you know what had happened against Peter. But wasn't wasn't obviously what we wanted, and the result wasn't you know wasn't what we wanted at all. And. Um, you know the frustration was felt all around, not just with the players and 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 the, and the staff. It was it was everybody. So I think, for us, it was something that we just wanted to get the next game as quick as possible. Um, to try and put it right, we worked on the on the training field, um, as hard as we possibly could, like we always do. And then, I think it was just executing it on on the uh, the Friday against Stoke first and foremost, and then get ready for the game against Sheffield United after that.
0: And the challenge is to replicate it for the final three games to yeah, make definitely. have some confidence in Yeah, yeah definitely.
1: I think I just think for us, you know, it's been a topsy turvy season and up and down with performances and, you know, the kind of the uh, consistency hasn't hasn't been there. So I think if we can try and get that now with the two performances we've just had and then now take it into these last three games and finish on a on a real positive note, that's what the gaffer wants and that's what the, the player wants the players want.
0: It's been quite a long season, hasn't it? How do you assess things from both a personal and a team point of view this year
1: for Bristol? Um, I think from a, a personal point of view, and you know, I've played, you know, played a lot of games, and that's been the kind of the key thing for me, running off the back of my injuries, and I've put kind of two back-to-back seasons together, which I'm really pleased about. Um, you know, I feel like I've enjoyed my time here so far, and um, so yeah, that's been a positive note on a personal and a team perspective. I think you know, certain performances have been good, certain performances have been. You know not where they need to be um, I think we know that I think there's been some good positives throughout the club with you know certainly young players um, around the place and in the academy I think that's been one of the big the big highlights properly say from the team um, I think there's some good you know kind of players had, had good seasons who's had long layoffs in the past um, so I think that's also all stand them in good stead moving into next season um, so I think there's there's obviously positives and there's obviously massive areas where we we, we need to improve and I'm sure that you know that that will hopefully happen in in uh, in the summer but there for the
0: powers that be. And you're vastly experienced and yet you're only 30. So um, how excited are you about what more you've got to offer Bristol yeah, City over the next few
1: years? 100%. Um, you know I'm enjoying, like I said, playing my football now and. Um, you know, I I want to I try and give as much as I possibly can in every game, as do you know all the players, and that's kind of why the mentality that I've tried to, to give throughout the whole team, and that's what the manager's tried to set with his staff is that, to try and go into every game, you know, with a good mentality and a good you know kind of collective base, and we've we've we have tried to do that, and obviously we've we've come short a few times, but I think there's been a, a step forward, um, in certain a, a aspects of that, um, inside the four walls here. Um, but for me personally, I'm, I'm just looking forward to playing as many games as I possibly can and trying to take the club forward. Um, and that's, that's basically my own personal aim.
0: And off the back of you, um, you had a team bonding exercise, um, yeah. cooking, which yeah. I'll, I'll ask you <laughs> about how you got on personally in a moment. But how, how would you describe the team spirit at Bristol City and do things like that only help matters?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, when you do things like that as a team, you... you see different sides of people and you're out of your comfort zone and you're out of the area of the training facility um, it's something completely different and you kind of you see different sides of, of people like I said and it, it was an enjoyable day um, you know there was some good food cooked and I think there's some really bad food cooked as well um, but no it was it was, really good. it was really good it was a good idea and it was probably something that we needed at, at the time no evidence to back this up, but
0: you strike me as a good
1: cook. Is ah, definitely not. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. I wish I was. I think I mentioned it on the video. I said my wife's been trying to get me to cook for a long time, and it's just, it's just something I've not been in, not enjoyed really. Um, but to be fair, I enjoyed it there that day, and um, hopefully, I'll maybe get a little bit of a buzz for it um, in the future, and we'll see.
0: And as for Derby, from afar, we admire them. Their supporters, mm-hmm. so the yeah. way they have conducted themselves, and it's been extremely difficult. Yeah. Do you have to be? on one hand professional on the other hand brutal and kick them while they're down on Saturday and get a
1: good result yeah I mean unfortunately for us it's our next game and the next game for us is is we want three points and regardless obviously their position um, that 90 minutes of football is obviously us focusing on us trying to win the game I think after it you know you can kind of feel for like you said the fans and the way that they have dealt with the situation I think it is you know a crying shame for a club like Derby to be you know kind of coming out of the the championship league and into into league one so you know from my own personal my own personal uh, stance on it like i enjoy playing playing there i think the fans are really good and it, it is a shame um but it is our next game and we are fully focused on going there to try and get the three points for us to continue our form to the, the back end of this season
0: it's a part of the world you know well yeah. um yeah. derby and league one seems hard to fathom but um no doubt they'll bounce back at some point. Yeah, I think so. I mean,
1: I think the, the rivalry between Leicester and Derby is obviously quite a good one. Um, like I said, I've enjoyed playing there with Leicester and the fans have always always been good. And I've played there numerous times with other teams and it's a nice stadium, nice pitch, you know, and I think it's, it's a big club and it's, you know, it, it is a shame, but, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of football and, you know, you have got a lot of respect for the fans and the people that are there. Um, but we go there to try and get the three points and simple as that. I appreciate you honesty about your cooking uh, yeah <laughs> uh, enjoy the end of the season thank you very much cheers mate thank you hi Matthew. how you doing mate you alright I wanted to get the kind of important yeah i I'm alright I
2: wanted to get the important question out the way first and ask how the Oreo cheesecake
1: went down <laughs> the Oreo cheesecake went down really well uh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah went down really well I think, it, I think it basically pulled my team through I think didn't it pretty much <laughs> um, no no it was, it was a really enjoyable obviously enjoyable day and it was uh, it was good crack to be fair yeah really good
2: you might have shut yourself in your foot there a little bit now. I know, I know. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, Too much
1: now. That's <laughs> what it was. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was great and uh, good, really good, really good
2: timing. When, when, when you say when you say it was kind of needed, do you mean in a, in a kind of a, an environment where there's less pressure away from the, the football pitch?
1: I think so. Yeah, I think you know it's been you know with the whole. I think everyone kind of struggled with the whole COVID situation. First half of the season still. Um, it kind of hit around the Christmas time and you know kind of a lot of people's kind of Christmas parties if you will or Christmas do's where you can get some form of team bonding gets kind of cancelled due to trying to do the right thing and to try and protect the players and other people so I think that was something that we missed out on and then you know it was it's always difficult when the games come thick and fast to try and fit something in at the right time Um, so I think for us it was something that we hadn't been able to do many things like that so that's what I kind of mean in the sense we got to see different sides of people away from the building here Um, so that's what I mean in the sense of it was kind of needed for us to kind of come together as a whole team Um, I think the atmosphere has been pretty good throughout the whole season Um, you get ups and downs due to wins and losses but I think the Gaffers tried to maintain a, uh, a level playing field in terms of the atmosphere and try and be upbeat every single day
2: because you can really see the, the, the togetherness within the squad you saw it in the, the victory over the stoke and the celebrations yeah. and, and the togetherness at Shiffrish United as well yeah. even despite the, the run of poor form that's, that's happened throughout the season yeah. there has always been that togetherness within the squad
1: yeah I think I think that's something that was from the first day of pre-season that we tried to make sure that it was here um, you know and that's been kind of um, with the players with the staff everybody together has, 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 has come as one and I think there is a good team spirit and a good team togetherness here and I've, en- I've enjoyed it and I think all the players and the staff have enjoyed it. I just think that certain performances and certain you know, games just haven't really gone to plan. So that does create low in confidence or it does create you know certain forms of anxiety but it's kind of the lads who are a bit more experienced and, and, and the staff to try and help this, some of the younger boys to kind of just weave through that and I think the experience that they will have gained this year will be vital moving into next season as well.
2: I kind of wanted to ask you about that and your kind of responsibility with with the younger players in yeah. particular the, the likes of Masengo and Scott mm. and Benaroos as well the yeah. midfielder but because when you've been kind of Apples and Pearson's spoken about how you're the best midfield coach mm. in the squad yeah. um, is that kind of responsibility that you're enjoying? Yeah I think so I mean obviously it's nice for
1: the gaffer to say that and it's appreciated but I think for me it's kind of something that I've always tried to do and lead by example from such a young age having the upbringing that I had at, at man united it was something that was drilled into us so i think for me now it's it's just kind of trying to help the lads and trying to um you know make sure that in difficult times it's remain you know just kind of as level as level as you possibly can and then in the times when they're doing really well is not to go too far neither um, so i think it has been that's been good for me personally because it's a new experience for me and i'm learning a hell of a lot off them as well um, so I think it stands me in good stead also from from, from my own personal point of view because, you know, I don't know everything and I'd, I'd never say that I would. So I think I've learned a lot this season um, and I'll hopefully keep learning throughout the my, my time and if I can help the younger boys, I will do that uh, whenever I can.
2: Now, having been through the, the United Academy and spent some years at Leicester where their academy is notoriously good as well, where does kind of Alex Scott rank... Yeah, Scotty's Scott, I
1: mean Scott, done exceptionally well and to be playing in the Championship for the amount of games that he has done now is, you know, is exceptional really and I think people know that and I think people recognise that and I think the club recognise that they've got a player that is highly talented and they have to, you know, make sure that we kind of look after him in the right ways and, um, you know, obviously I have I've a, I've a good plan for him moving forward. You know, he's still young, he's still growing, he's still got, you know, a lot more years ahead of him. Um, but I think the club needs to, obviously needs to be excited about it and you can see why why they are. So I think for, for Scotty, I think he's done you know extremely well and he's played in numerous positions as well, which is for such a young lad to be able to do that is it shows great understanding of the game and willingness to learn and willingness not to be upset because you're not playing in a position that you want to play in. So for him, he sacrificed certain things for the team and to recognise that... Um, at a young age, is obviously really,
2: really good. And when the manager speaks about the summer ahead and the shake that's needed and the new players mm. that can come in, is there kind of a danger that that can, kind of, that players can react negatively to those to oh, yeah. those comments, or is it a motivational tool? Or
1: yeah, I think I think as players, you've got to be ready for any 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 sort of situation that that kind of comes. There's always kind of talk about new players and buying new players or signing new players at every single club regardless of how well that team does or how bad they do so I think as players you're used to that um, That them conversations are not for, for players to be having really anyway it's for the staff and, and, and the board and people like that and you just come in you work hard through your off off season and make sure that the first day of pre-season you're ready to go that if you know they are unsure about certain players that you make sure and go do you know what I'm going to make sure that you, I'm, I'm in your your thoughts for 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 moving forward or things like that. So I think for players, you're used to, for them situations, maybe some of the young boys might be thinking, oh, I wonder who we'll do. But I think for us boys, we'll just be saying, listen, enjoy your summer, make sure you work hard, make sure first day season you're ready to go. And we start well. And that's what my message will be um, to the players. Thanks for your time. No worries, thank good you. Cheers, thank you. So,
3: yeah, How you I'll doing, mate? Well. You all
1: right? Yeah, good, good mate. Thing. Good, good.
3: Um, a few weeks ago Kasper Schmeichel, one of your former teammates said yeah. that Leicester was still reaping the rewards from Nigel Pearson's work I was just wondering um, do you ever see any similarities from Leicester City at Bristol State well, because there are a few ex-Leicester obviously yourself do you see any similarities as such?
1: yeah I mean I think I think there is there is similarities in, in the sense of you know where the club's been and obviously where it's trying to go certainly a, a long time ago for Leicester now um, so yeah there is certain, certain obviously elements of it and there's There was numerous young players also coming through at Leicester when I was there. There's also numerous young players here and talented players here. So I think they're kind of the similarities really. Um, And obviously if we could try and replicate Leicester's success, that'd be great, 100%.
3: Yeah, because um, when Nigel obviously signed you last summer, was it a different kind of selling point to you compared to when he signed you for Leicester City? Yeah, or? I
1: think but, so. Yeah. I mean, I think when I was signed for Leicester, I think it was twenty twenty one. So I think it was um, in the sense of I, I, I was obviously such a young player and obviously didn't have the experience. It was just try and come in and try and you know be energetic and just obviously be around the place and and work my way into the team they had numerous other players there so it was a different selling point this one was obviously i want you to try and help with with obviously re, a little bit of a rebuild if you will um we've got quite a lot of young players can you come in and kind of be a little bit more experienced a bit similar to when i was at barnes you know, when i was at coventry really um so yeah it was a, a little bit different but you know it was the right decision and you know i've enjoyed my time
3: yeah, because just my last question is that uh, is the central midfield option perhaps seems to be one of the hardest positions to get into. Nigel please, and my, maybe the strikers, but it seems that there's so many options in central midfield and so many different players that yeah. you can have a defensive midfielder or a player like Alex Scotting excites fans. Yeah. Would do you say perhaps it's the hardest position to get into?
1: Yeah, I mean I think I think there's there's there is other other, other positions where there is, you know, kind of um, competition but I mean we have got you know an array of, of players in there that, that can play numerous positions and numerous systems whatever the gaffer may choose so I think it's always good for um, a squad to have competition and I think that's what you know we probably need a little bit kind of um, more of as well moving forward so that the squad depth so that we can obviously compete in in training every single day so that it creates a buzz and then you know that's the kind of the, the process that we're obviously we're all looking for and that means that every single day is a tough day and if, you, if you're not in training, then you can't expect to play. So I think, you know, certainly in the midfield area, it is, it is a strong area. But like you mentioned there, there's strikers that have, have, have played well as well and they've managed to keep their shirts. So it's
3: healthy and, you know, I enjoy it. Thank you, man. No worries. No worries. Thank you.